hang up. I'm going to hang up on you mid combo, just so you know. I would be so fucking pissed <laughs> off. Oh my god. That would be fucking great. I love how I fucking I just told you I was going to get up get a beer, and I did. And the beer that I had sitting here was like half empty. I brought the other beer in, did not open it. Brought two. Not a twist top. Oh, fucking side of the desk. Yeah, bro. Just fucking be a man. Here we go. Hopefully that was not too fucking loud. I just used bottles to open it. The Mexicans taught me the. Well, I don't open a, a bottle fucking, with a bottle I don't trick. Crew of of Mexicans. Start recording. Yeah, I'm recording. Oh, you are. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. good. Well, yeah, the Mexicans they taught me to open a bottle with a bottle, and yes, awesome. It's great. Well, it works so them, good. Bring them back up. They're here. They're in. Well, they're not here. They're, well, they're in, in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Well, come to Pittsburgh again. We'll go out with the Mexicans and we'll party with them, and they'll teach me how to their ways of opening bottles. I can tell. Tell. I can tell. 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 Tell you the right way. I can tell. 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 I can't speak for shit today, man. I'm gonna be tripping over my words all night. Drinking. Yes. Good. Yeah, that's what I said. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Wait, didn't we make a, didn't we say that we were going to make an effort to not do this? I'm not a perfect person, man. Like, I can only make so many efforts in one day. I will, you, you're just fresh out of effort? Yeah, I'm just, I'm done. I gave up. enough fresh out of effort right when we start recording. Yeah. God damn. All right. It, it was not a good, well, I had an awesome day. My day was super easy, but I don't know why. I think I just had it in the back of my mind. We were recording today and I was like, fuck it. I'm going to start drinking. <laughs> That's just the lead into it. So guess what I did? You started drinking. Started drinking. Math checks out. All right, we're going to get this going. Yeah, let's get this bitch rolling. All right. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Fetch and Shock podcast. I'm your host, a collector's edition basic planes, Tyler. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, a $40 beta basic island, Matt. Matt, what's going on, buddy? Nothing. I'm never going to fucking let that down. Hey, what? That you spend too much money on basic lands? Yeah. Every time I just I get shit for that. And guess what? They're never going down, bub. You buy your Yeah, it's not like they don't print fucking islands in every set. Not like you be... can't just like go to a store and just pick up a basic island. Yeah, if you're degenerate, but if you want good basics, you're gonna spend money on them. Listen, you well, can, you can go I get you the pack. stack. Go get this weekend, go get a pack of modern horizons. Get yourself some snow cover basics, then you'll be living large. You talk to me like that again, I'll smack you upside the mouth, boy. <laughs> You saw the stack of basics I bought. I yeah, bought they were they were revised ones, and they were all in good condition. No, like, no, no, no. they're expected. not revised. They're unlimited. Oh, those were unlimited? Those oh, were I'm unlimited. sorry. The, the yeah. huge difference. That actually is a big difference. Yeah, for people that care, but I don't. I spent $100 on 70 no, $70 on 100 or something like that. That's what a stack of them. Yeah, that was a good stack. Not even stack, so. But also, you can get this for free. You just want to be pretty. Yeah. You want to feel pretty. That and I bought them for old school. Now I have any basics i need yeah 93 94 is the thing all right let's stop talking about basic lands and move into the actual meat and potatoes oh, of the episode it. we're basic lands all day we're talking yeah, you're this, right. is, this is an episode followers why don't we lands why don't we yeah this is we will get to the basic lands episode but that'll be like episode like 140 when we are just like totally out of gas like fucking just oh. really jumping the shark it's really going to be when we're really drunk like we get drunker than episode one <laughs> And we just start yelling at each other about basics because we have very differing. We are ideas. already on our way to drunker than episode one right now. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Yeah. Keep going with the. Yeah. So let's, tell me to shut up let's jump into the meat and potatoes of the episode. There's a couple things that happened in Magic this week that we do want to cover, um, like the Netflix movie. That's going to be awesome. 
It's this a show. episode it's a we Netflix have been talking show. about since the before we even started recording podcast. The yeah, recording. before before episode one, this is this is something that we had talked about wanting to talk wanting to do an episode on because we realized that every step of the way through Matt's journey, I have been there, which is a weird bond that we share. So this journey is Matt's journey for the power nine. Matt, why don't you go ahead and explain what exactly the power nine is for those who may not know what Magic the Gathering is? Well, if you don't know what the power nine is, you can stop listening and go home. No, the power nine is nine cards, obviously, that are in, to this day, the most broken cards in Magic's history. Yeah. So you want me to read them all off? I mean, you don't have to read them. I mean, the, the overarching theme of it is fast mana, right? Fast mana, very efficient spells. Fast mana, yeah, and efficiency as far as, like, drawing cards goes. Yes, but the majority of it is is fast fast mana mana and crazy efficient. Yeah, a lot of the power nine is zero mana artifacts that just give you mana faster than what you should. From Alpha was the, obviously, the original set. Yeah, from the, it's from the beginning of Magic. Yes. So, I mean... I'm going to be doing a little drinking game while we're doing this. If you guys want to join along, go ahead. Every time we talk about a new piece of power, I will be doing a shot of whiskey. I'll be chugging a beer. So Yeah, perfect. So if, if, if you at home would decide that you want to torture yourself and drink a bunch while you're listening to us, probably good for you because then it, it will probably lessen the suffering throughout the episode. Yeah, you'll probably enjoy us more, to be you'll honest. You'll probably get it, yeah. It's, we're doing this for you guys and gals out there. Yes, not just for us. We're doing it for the listeners. We're drinking for you, so you're welcome. Yeah, not that we have drinking problems or anything. No, this is for you you guys. Okay, I didn't drink at all before we started this podcast, and then we just started, and then I just started drinking a bunch. I don't understand. You wouldn't think that from episode one. (laughs) (laughs) No, because we were we were so bad. Okay, let's let's whenever I start. Let's talk about the first piece of power that you ever acquired, Matt. What was it? The first piece was Mox Emerald. Okay, when was that? That was at GP Pit in I GP Pittsburgh, I believe, in 2016 I or 17. Say, 2017. Yeah, 2016 or 17, right? Yeah, it's one of those. It was one of the first. It was the first GP that we ever went to together. Correct. And in- I knew that I wanted right. to start buying power, and I figured I could go to the GP, trade some stuff in that I don't use or won't ever use again, or didn't really care about that could have been worth money and try to trade down some of the cost of the power. Yeah. That, I mean, and that makes sense. I feel like that's the journey that a lot of people take, even not with power, but with just does like, anything really anything. It's, it's pretty good, especially at GPs and stuff or bigger tournaments like SCG, the SCG tour. Um, a lot of vendors will give you a trade in bonus. So say you trade in a hundred dollars worth of cards, they'll generally give you 20 to 25% extra for trading stuff in little bit yeah because you're going to be spending the money there yeah you're circulating your funds there i mean and that's what i've done almost at every single gp i save up in between gps like all of like the draft garbage that i've got or if i like have a random pack opening that i do and i get like some decent rare i save that i take it to a gp i trade it in and i get something that i want and so it's not like that's only something you can do for high-end stuff i remember my play set of scalding tarns i got yeah i was there you got yeah, oh, and I got four gorgeous scalding tarns, and that was when they were like around 65, 70 bucks a piece. Yep. And it was just a stack of bulk rares. Nonsense, yeah. Yeah. Because they will do bulk rares stack. too. They'll do yeah. 10 cents a bulk rare, and 
Yeah, I got a fat had, uh, box full of just bad rares that I had for uh, yep. like a year or so from just drafting. Over time. Yeah. And drafting, just traded in for four scalding tarns, and that's how I got my scalding tarns, because I don't want to pay the, that kind of money. That's the big difference between me and Matt. I'm super frugal, and I don't want to spend any money on magic. That's how I am. Yeah, but, but you're the one who has the power here, and I don't. Yeah, fair enough. That's uh, that's not the only thing that happened that weekend. Yeah, I you also got that got... Mox Emerald just trading in. You got the Mox Emerald, and what else did you get that weekend? Uh, Mox Sapphire. Do you want to actually? Do you want me to read off what the Moxes do? Just so. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just so we can. Just so we can make sure yeah. that that's abundantly clear. So those of you who don't know the Mox cycle, it's um, one for each color, and it is a zero mana artifact. Comes into play untapped. You just tap the artifact and add the corresponding color. So the Mox Emerald is a zero mana cost artifact. Comes into play. You may tap it to add a green. Yeah, so that's the green and Mox. that's it. It's basically so got, an additional land drop. So you got Mox Emerald and Mox Sapphire that same weekend. So you got yes. the blue Mox and, and the, the green, green Mox. Well, Mox Emerald is the green Mox. Mox Sapphire is yeah. the blue Mox. So you, but yeah. you got... Didn't you get those at the same vendor? Yes, I got them at the exact same time. Yeah, because I remember... I, I, we were walking around the floor and you saw you saw some mocks in. And at that point, I was like, I didn't know that you were really interested in buying power. I knew that we had talked about it, but I knew that you were like 100% on board. And you saw them. You're like, oh, I might pull the trigger on these. These are really, really like solid. I'm like, all right, dude. Sure, whatever. And I kept walking. And then you sat down at like the trading table next to the vendor booth and just started pulling out binders worth of like full of like just weird, obscure, like commander cards and stuff like that and you just started handing it over and then the guy just started counting the dollars like one after another after another yeah like, that was really paid, cool i paid zero cash money or credit or any actual money money for these yeah you didn't spend any money human dollars on your two first pieces of power which is really cool yeah i spent cards card yeah, equity and- that i couldn't even tell you what i traded that's how little i cared mm-hmm. just there wasn't anything Important. I don't. Re- yeah, I don't remember anything particularly important because we were big into modern at that time, and that's why we had so much free time at that GP because that was yeah. standard, right? Yeah, I think the the only thing I remember actually selling were two of the FNM promo, the land that it allows you not to have a hand size. Those reliquary tower, reliquary, and those were really big. Those are still really big in commander. Yeah, that was and before told- they had a reprint though. Like they yeah, just had like they were, that initial printing. I think they gave me like fifteen bucks a piece for those. Yeah. And I had two of them. I said, Yeah, that and Street Wraiths. Oh, Street Wraiths were big at that point in time because I, I believe that it was that one. One of them, one of the GPs, I got rid of nine or ten street wraiths for like eight bucks a piece or something. Because yeah, you said you drafted that set a bunch, didn't you? Whatever set yeah. that originally came out in. Yes, I did. I drafted yeah, you didn't pay set. a single cent for your two pieces nope. of power. And like, but how, like what, how much did you pay for those original pieces? For the Emerald, it was $400, $400. And the Sapphire was $450. But, the, but those weren't in like miserable condition, were they? No, they're not near mint. Um, granted, Obviously. they are, I'd say they're pretty close to excellent. Those are two of my better ones. Actually. I do remember those being really good. Oh, holy shit. I forgot to take my fucking shots. Hold on. <laughs> oh shit. I need to change two beers. Hold on. Yeah. You take your shots, and I'll continue talking. But yeah, they are actually... <laughs> One down. Yeah, they're actually very good uh, very good condition. Yeah, they're in really they're good very condition. They're very close to excellent condition. And, spoiler alert, I have all my moxes signed because I'm an adult. Well, that was... 
<laughs> Jeez. I'm going to chug my beers real quick. This is going to be rough. <laughs> this is such a bad idea. No, we, we didn't think this up, through man. at all. We did not think this through at all. Oh, there's <laughs> nine of these fuckers. Screw it. I don't care. You keep talking. I'm going to chug. All right. Yeah. I do remember you getting these, and I remember you not spending anything, and I remember like sitting there watching you do this interaction. And at that point, I was... I didn't care about, I don't even think I played Legacy at that point. Maybe I did. Maybe I was just starting to get into Legacy. But oh, one all of these cards, I was playing Modern, and all oh. these cards seemed so far out of reach for me. Like, I was trading draft garbage in to get, like, my fetch lands, or to get shock lands, or to get, like, whatever spell I needed for my Modern deck. At that point, I was like, Moxin? Why would I ever, like, that seemed so far out of my league. And you were pulling the trigger on that stuff, and I was like, damn. Like, maybe this is a little attainable because you were trading stuff in and all this stuff. And it was just, like, such a shake to my reality when you were doing that. I'm going beer number two here real quick, so keep talking. But, well, yes. Hurry up. Come on now. You are you're taking shots. I'm drink, chugging beers. Well, I mean, um, you can just chug beers quicker. Yes, these are also... Well, I was listening, and I went to chug in your face, you twat. You're not chugging but, in my face because we're not in the same room. People don't know that. That's the whole point. Oh, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm ruining the facade that we have built yes. up. That we're just no. sitting, holding hands, talking about magic card. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, like, and it started. And one of the reasons why I went, these were, believe it or not, $400 was expensive for Moxes. Like, well, not expensive, but I mean, at the time, that was that about was like, average. And they were yeah, starting were to go up. average price. And I, I bought Mox Emerald and Mox. Hold on. You know what deck I played in Vintage. I still play it in Vintage. Yeah. You can you tell play, them. You're playing Oak. You can like, tell them what I was playing, and this is why I bought these specific ones. Yeah, so go ahead while I chug this. Okay, drink the beer, idiot. So <laughs> he was, yeah. So he bought these two Moxen because the deck that he was playing in Vintage at the time was Oath. So if you don't know what Oath is, it's Oath of Druids. Oath of Druids is an enchantment that says, at your upkeep, if your opponent controls more creatures than you, you Ugh. put the top cards of your library into your graveyard until you hit a creature once you hit that creature you put it onto the battlefield so you use lands to give your opponent creatures and stuff blah 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 oath pretty much puts a gristle brand or an emercrawl or a titan into play for you for free yeah some big dumb idiot that yeah just some just some very good so that's what that's why you got those moxins yeah i got these for that specifically because it's always going to be blue it's always going to be green yada 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 I guess that's the crazy part is that we're talking about these prices now and I'm thinking, oh, oh shit, if I found a I if I found a Mox Emerald or a Mox Sapphire right now on the market for four hundred dollars or for like four hundred and fifty bucks, let's just say under five hundred dollars, it would be torn in half. Or fake. Yeah, it would be like unplayable at this point. And that's only three years ago, at very most. Yeah, they were they even jumped from those two to my second set of two. Okay, so so those were the two Moxen that you got at GP Pittsburgh 2017. What was, I don't recall, what was the next one that you got? It was also in 2017, and I remember this specifically because it was at my bachelor party that I bought it. Oh, yes, I did. Okay, that explains why I don't remember it now, because yes. it was your bachelor party. You got, I remember, <laughs> I remember us sitting around. The campfire. Like, yeah, I remember us sitting around a campfire. And you, you just like just sitting there on your phone. I'm like, hey, idiot, you're at your bachelor party. Why are we not like standing up like doing something? And you're like, you looked at me square in my fucking eyes. And it was like 1.30 in the morning. We were all just absolutely off our asses drunk. And you said, 
I'm buying a Mox jet. And I just looked at you like, what the fuck going on right now? Yeah, because I asked the next Kev. morning you woke up and you're like, oh, yeah, that Mox jet that I talked to you about last night. And, I'm, and I looked at you, I was like, I don't remember that. I was too drunk. And he's like, yeah, well, I bought a Mox jet last night. Here it is. And you show me a picture of like the eBay thing and all this shit. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is what you do on your bachelor party. You buy power. You fucking loser. Yeah. Well, that I was hammered. Don't get me wrong. We were sitting by the fire. And I was like, I think I'm going to buy it. Like, because I had been watching it, because I do that from time to time. I'll peruse eBay or whatever. Yeah, you'll put it on like, and, your watch list. Oh, uh, hold on. You got to take a shot, and I got to chug a beer here. So. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cheers. So, hey. as as I was at perusing eBay, <laughs> I saw this, and I was like, damn, that's a, like, a decently priced jet, and it looks pretty good. And I watched it, and I watched it, and I watched it, and I was on it for like a week and a half, two weeks, and it kept going. And the dude dropped it like 75 bucks. Oh, and you so, just had to pull the trigger at that point. Like you had, had no yeah. option. That was such a good steal. Well, it was a good deal. I don't know about a steal. Um, but I mean, for, for the quality, like the condition and, that it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. And I got a notification from eBay saying, hey, seller dropped this to this. And I said, yep, fuck it. That's mine. And I was he, like, just, yeah, he just conveniently dropped the price. During your drinking. bachelor party at like twelve o'clock at was, night or one o'clock. As I was drinking, yeah, that was early. Yeah, it was way it late was, at night. It was like one thirty or two in the morning. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, because so, everybody was, was like all out having a good time, and you're just sitting in a lawn chair next to a fire buying power on your phone. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it was only for like ten minutes, but yes, yeah, that's but exactly I know, what but I was that's doing. what I noticed. Jen. Yes, because I sat down, I was on my phone. People thought I was just drunk calling people. I was like, nope, I'm buying expensive magic card. Yeah, because I was pissed off originally because I thought that you were texting your future wife. Like, no, that's not what you're supposed to be doing at your bachelor party, dude. Definitely not what I was doing. You weren't texting your future wife. You were buying magic cards. Buying cardboard with ink on it. (laughs) I'm going to chug this beer real quick. But yes, that's exactly what I was doing. That was shortly after, I wouldn't say, it was a couple months after GP Pittsburgh. Probably four, three, three, four months. Because from my recollection, go ahead, drink your beer. From my <laughs> recollection, that GP in Pittsburgh was early in the year because wasn't that the one that Beatty ended up top fouring with? Uh, uh, oh, my God. Deck? Yes, sure. I didn't mean to burp right in your face, but yes, that is. Okay, so that was that was like an early GP, or maybe it was maybe it was like late 2016. It was like yeah, November 2016 or something. It was like less that. than a year apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were like less than six months apart. Our our good friend Beatty, who was a phenomenal Magic player, he there was a standard GP, and he ended up top fouring in that GP Pittsburgh. They yeah, top fouring with uh, with black green, green black snake cobra. Yeah, the snakes. snakes. Yeah, he top fouring with black green snakes. And we were all like so and crazy, like crazy hyped about that. And then Matt was also just like, "Oh yeah, I also bought like you know tubes of power." But everybody was just so excited because Baby was like, "Baby's going to the pro tour. This is so cool!" And like you just got overshadowed. That's fine. I'm cool with yeah, that. I mean, yeah, I'm totally, totally cool because like now, now you're the person with power, and now Baby's just like you know still awesome at magic and still very talented and whatever. Yeah, <laughs> what a dweeb. But yeah, yeah. So shortly after that, you bought your jet. It was at your bachelor party. It was on eBay, right? Which I think that is was, honestly, you were literally there for every piece except one. I'm going to say I was in there in spirit for that one. Well, I literally, I was telling you about it constantly. Yeah, this is a, con- a, a conversation thing. The last piece that I got. 
So after that, your bachelor party, you got your jet. And then after that, it was late 2017. It was Eternal Weekend. Yeah, I went big here. Eternal Weekend, I remember vividly. Yeah, because I had you also scouring vendors. with. Yeah, 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 because Eternal Weekend started that Thursday, right? Friday. It started on Friday. No, Eternal Weekend started that Thursday because that was when the venue opened. And you can oh, go yeah, yeah, yeah. look at vintage. Yep. But yeah, the event started on the Friday. The vintage started that Friday. Friday. Yeah. Vintage Masters started on that Friday. Well, not Masters, but yes, the vintage tournament. The vintage championship. V- vintage Champs started on. There you go. Yeah. Vintage Champs started on that Friday. So the largest vintage tournament of the year just happened to be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's actually going to be happening this year again in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So if any of you fools are in uh, in the area for that. You can stay at Tyler's house. Yeah, what? honestly, anybody who listens to this podcast is 100% free to come stay at my place during during Eternal Weekend for the entire time. Like, we'll make it a party. We're going to go for it. it. My, I have plenty of couches, plenty of rooms, plenty of bed space. And if you want to sleep on a floor, yeah, we'll sleep. Yeah, you sleep on a floor. Just come and just hang out with us. But anyway, Eternal Weekend. Do I count as a listener? I mean, you're listening to me talk. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> But yes, the Eternal Weekend 2017 is when I made some moves, I'll call it, because yeah. I I got a couple pieces. Yeah, I rem- I remember that one vividly because I'm gonna start chugging you were now. playing Good. in, you were borrowing power from some of our close friends. Yes, I was borrowing some from Kev, I was borrowing some from Z. Who's Z? Everybody knows who Drunk Kev is if they listen to, to uh, <laughs> episode one, Homeless Fabio. Yeah, Z is a guy that I've known since seventh grade. He's friends with Kev's older brothers. And so Kev's older brother and his friend group have been playing since like the inception of Magic. Yeah, 94, 95. So that's the group that we, 93, that we it was kind only of really get in. our vintage from because they, they have already like inherently had the cards. Like Z has an awesome cube. Yes, and he has a very nice look. Mm-hmm. He bought his Lotus for $500. Yeah, like in the fucking 1800s. Yes. <laughs> He had to use candlelight to make sure it wasn't a fake. To yeah, do that makes sense. But So you were borrowing power at that time. And I remember while you were playing in Vintage Champs, I was scouring the vendors at Vintage Champs to find you like good price power. Yes, because I was actually using... Um, hold on, let me finish this beer for the first piece. <laughs> yeah, come on, catch up, kid. Because right no, after going this, ahead. we have two more pieces ahead. we have to talk about. No, I was going ahead for these three chunks. Oh, okay. So you uh, you can catch up and then yeah. I'll catch up. So I got I was borrowing Kev's Mox Pearl, and yes. I actually bought a pearl here. Yeah, you bought a pearl at Eternal Weekend. Yeah. So at one time I was holding on to two pearls because why not? Because it's the best color of mana, so you might as well have multiples of it. Fuck off. <laughs> but yes, I bought a pearl and I had one. Which I texted Kev. I was like, "Thanks for letting me borrow your pearl and all." But it is sitting in my box. He's like, why? And I sent him a picture of mine. He's like, damn, that's a nice pearl. I said, yes, it is. Because you bought it like the literally moments before Vintage Champs. Yes. <laughs> because the dude dropped it. He was like, he was charging 800 for it, which if you remember prices from the first ones. And arguably, Mox Pearl is the worst of the Moxen. No, 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 no. It's one of the... You mean best. Yeah. Okay. Quote, unquote, best. If it's those of you can't see me, I... Did the bunny ears? You're fucking but yes, white man. He is dropped man. it. He dropped it fifty bucks. So I said, "Fuck!" Like, let's hurry up and do this. And, and I it was in it. really good shape, from yeah, what I recall. 
Yes, it was. They they still are. I mean, like I take care of my stuff. They're still yeah, in yeah, good. Of course. But yes, it was in very good shape. So there's the first one. The second one was arguably tied for fourth or fifth worst mocks. If you want to go ahead and talk oh, about so that. Oh, so it's like right next year. to Mock Sapphire and Mock Emerald. Dude, I hate everything about you. <laughs> You're the worst person. I don't even want to be your friend anymore. Well, I mean, you just have to realize that Mox Pearl and anything that produces white man is just superior. That's all you have to do. If you just want to admit that, then we'll be good. Right. Did you drink your beer? Yeah, I'm going to be hammered by the end of this. Oh, I have two to go. <laughs> I have Mox Pearl and Mox Ruby. Oh, okay, <laughs> monologue while I do this. So <laughs> Mox Ruby was the other one I bought in Eternal Weekend 17. Also paid zero dollars for the three I bought so far that you guys know about. I bought Mox Emerald and Sapphire at the first GP pit at the uh, Eternal Weekend. I got Mox Pearl and Mox Ruby. Paid zero dollars for both of them. This one I spent, well, card equity, we'll call it, $750 on the Mox Pearl and $800 on a Mox Ruby, which Mox Pearl is the, the same as the one. other ones. It just adds white. And Mox Ruby adds a red. Now, this one I was probably the most excited about thus far because I'd never... Because it produced white man. No, not you, you garbage person. <laughs> This was the third piece, third and final piece that I got at Eternal Weekend 2017, and it was a time walk. Time walk costs one color or one generic, I should say, and a blue. It's a sorcery, and you take an extra turn after that. All right, solidarity. We're gonna we'll cheers to this one. Yes, because this, this one is the first one that we remember to do it to. It is awesome. Yeah, hold on, I need to get another beer. Get your beer, you nerd. I can walk and talk, but yes, um. This one was my favorite because I was still playing Oath of Druids. Yeah, and obviously and, you're playing Time Walking Oath. Yes, and my creature was Gristlebrand. Gristlebrand costs four and then black, 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 black. It is a yeah. legendary demon. It is flying 7-7 seven, seven, lifelink, and you may pay seven life and draw seven cards. Yeah, he's just an eight mana 7-7 seven, seven that you can pay seven life and draw seven cards. Like, that's not the most infuriating fucking thing on the planet. Yes, and I can't tell you how many times that I oathed in the Gristlebrand, and then during my draw step, I drew Time Walk. And I get to take an extra turn, I get to attack with it, draw seven cards, and gain seven life, so it kind of equals out. Yeah, I, Gristlebrand is just... Most decks, you're game over if you're not at, like... Yeah, Gristlebrand is so fucking good, man. But yes, the third piece that I got at Eternal Weekend was Time Walk. Yeah, Time Walk. And... I got card equity, we'll call it, for $1,100. Yes. I remember you and sitting down to, to broker this deal for Time Walk. Mint. Yeah, it I, was a lot. It is mint. Yeah, it's really nice Time Walk. Very, very, very. And, like, you got to realize, people listening, this card is old enough to drink. Yeah, and it is near mint. It looks yeah, like 23, 24 years old. It out of a pack. Yeah, it, it, lo it looks really, really good. And I remember you sitting down to like brokered the deal for this and being like, Oh, this is some shit. I, at the time I probably paid a little bit more than what it was worth, but I didn't give a shit. It was near mint. And I was like, this shit's not going down there. Never yeah, you, you got a really good deal for the condition that it was in. Yes. Yeah. I remember you selling, like you sold a place out of Tarmogoyfs at this point. Like you were selling like real staples, weren't you? Yeah, this was in Tarmogoyfs weren't $30 or whatever the fuck they are now. No, no, no. This was when Tarmogoyfs, before they got, like, 
reprinted into oblivion like i think they had like two reprints at this point they were still setting it like a hundred bucks roughly a hundred bucks yeah yeah so you turned those cards you turned a lot of those cards and also some human dollars into a time walk a very nice time walk yes and it is literally near mint I would I would it's go as far it's as gradable. to say that it is the nicest piece of power that you would. Would you agree with that? Either that or my sapphire. My sapphire is really nice. But yes, it is. If I'm honest, if I'm being objectively honest, yeah, time, my time walk is probably the nicest. As far as condition goes, it's the nicest piece of power. It, it literally is mint. Like it's it's pretty close to near mint. It's really nice. Yeah, you have yeah. a very good time walk. So, I mean, <laughs> let's let's talk about how Eternal Weekend went for us. You ended up playing some garbage version of Oath. Yes, I thought yeah, because like last minute you decided to switch with like whatever the meta was saying. You were like, oh, well, um, everybody online is playing Inferno Titan Oath. So I think I'm going to change to that. And you what did you go like? Oh, three or something like that. And two, four, two, four, two, four. And you like and every dropped. round I, I like, checked this up is on so you. fucking infuriating. So I dropped. Yeah, because I was I, playing I was playing I, legacy side events and every round like we would meet up and check up on each other. And I looked at you and was just like, how's it going? And you're like, I fucking hate this deck. This deck is fucking awful. Yeah, I'm like, yikes, dude, that's awful. That's so shitty for you. I'm so sorry. However, I reverted back to my. Yeah, but then you dropped. Yeah, you dropped from the main event and then started doing the vintage side events and switched went, back to like your original oath list with Gristlebrand and Emrakul and stuff like that. Nine and, and you crushed it. You ran yep. train. I did three events and I went. To be fair, it was also people who dropped. I mean, but but you were I also did. playing a better deck. Yes, and it's I it's a better deck suited for you. And it's I was used to playing it was the big thing. Like I knew how to play it. You had reps. Well, Oath is kind of idiot proof, so and that's but, why you play it because you're a dummy. And that and I love it. It's been my favorite card forever. Also, and you have two brains. One and three quarters. I'm surprised you could think of three quarters because of yeah. the lack of brains. I had four quarters sitting in front of me, so I took one away, and I was like, "Oh, that's oh, look where to go." <laughs> No, but yeah, after I switched, it felt a lot better, and I just knew how to play the deck. Yeah, and to be fair, we both did not do very well during that Eternal Weekend. I remember playing... Watch out, nerd. Coming down. I'm coming for you. I played, like, Sneak and Show twice. Or not Sneak and Show. I played, like, like Omniscient Show and Tell twice. We are getting way off topic. Goddamn nerd talking about Legacy. No one gives a shit about Legacy. My my Legacy Escapades will be another episode because I love talking about Legacy because it's secretly the best format in Magic the Gathering and nobody knows about it. But Uh, we're going to continue to talk about the Power Nine. So (laughs) the next piece of power you got was in Grand Prix Pittsburgh, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was Ancestral Recall, if I remember correctly. It was Ancestral Recall. Yes. You owe me a shot, and I owe you a beer, I guess. So. All right. There's Cheers, the new my one. brother. Uh, you go first, and then I'll go. All so, right. Yeah, I got a recall, and I got it for two two grand, which was pretty pretty heavily priced for the time. But it's pretty nice condition, and I was willing to pay it for the mere fact that I used to own a recall, and I actually traded it to Kev for... Four Tarmogoyfs and a sort of fire and ice, I believe. Yeah, and at that time, drunk Kev or homeless Fabio Kev was probably like making a pretty good deal on it. No, he lost out on that. Actually. Or he, no, he lost out. Yeah, Matt was making a good yeah. deal on it. I made about all two those cards in just an ancestral recall. But if you could go back right now and look at that deal, 
you would be like, um, why is this person trading a fraction of the cards for an Ancestral Recall? So why don't you go ahead and read Ancestral Recall? I'm going to go ahead and chug my beer now. All right. So for for everybody out there, Ancestral Recall is a one blue instant speed spell that says target player draws three cards. Now, I mean, there's nothing like this that compares to anything in Magic. Like the closest thing, I guess, is like Visions from Beyond which is a one blue instant that says target player draws cards, but that only like you can only draw three cards. If a person has, I think like 20 or less cards in their library, it's uh, visions of beyond is 20 or more cards in their graveyard. Yeah. Okay. 20 or more cards in their graveyard, not in their library. Okay, cool. I was confusing that with, uh, uh, the land shell duck Isle. Oh yeah. See, you always play that. I never play that. I love shell duck Isle, but anyway, so you got, you got Ancestral in GP Pittsburgh. And I remember this transaction a lot because it happened while I wasn't actually there. Yeah, I had you were playing and I had to bum $300 off you because I couldn't take any more money out of the ATM. Yeah, your ATM was withdrawn. You had already sold all of the cards that you had and you had been brokering with this this vendor. You'd given them your cards, given them money, and been like, okay, I can't take out any more money. And I had just sold a bunch of cards. Yeah, it was actually really funny. You were playing, and I yeah, said, I was hey, in I need the to borrow of the money. Water event. I remember yeah. the exact match because I was sitting there and I was playing. Uh, I was playing uh, Blue Moon, so I was playing Blue Red Control with Blood Moon in the main deck, and my win condition was Kiki Jiki uh, Deceiver Exarch. So like the Splinter Twin combo. I was playing that, and I was playing against Tron. And my Tron, the Tron player had like the worst draw of his entire life. And he was like visibly frustrated. And then you came over and like over the table, over his shoulder was just like, Hey, can I borrow $300? And I, no, no, no. I said, I need to borrow money. And you put oh, yeah, out your wallet. Yeah, that's right. You gave me a hundred bucks. I was like, I need to borrow more. You gave me a second hundred dollar bill, hundred dollar bills, by the way. Not like you oh, gave no, me one hundred dollar bill. Chump change. I said, no, I need to borrow another, some more. You gave me another, and I was like, do you have another one? You're like, well, you're fucking lucky, because I do. And you, had, <laughs> you gave me three $100 bills, and that's exactly what I needed. Yes. You just reaching over my drawn opponent and just being like, like tapping me and being like, hey, I need to borrow I need to borrow some cash. And I looked at you, I was like, how much money do you need? And you're like, whatever you got. And I gave you 100 bucks, and like that exact same thing. Like I gave you 100 you're like, more. And I gave you 100 and you're like, more. And I gave you 100 and you're, more. And I was like, fucking Christ, man. And then you were like, oh, no, this is exactly what I needed. Thank you. And I sat down after giving you three, three $100 bills. And to my opponent fair, was just like, to be fair, to be fair, I definitely PayPal'd you before I even left the table. Oh, no, you like, 100%. I was like, it, I'm it was, PayPal'ing right now. It wasn't an right issue now. of you not having money. It was an issue of you not having physical money. Yeah, the actual cash money. Yeah. But I, I sat down and was just like, hey. <laughs> okay, let's go back. Let's get back to this game. Yeah, my opponent looks like, at me oh. and he he just like dead stare at me. He's like, um, what was that? And I was like, oh, he's just buying like some stupid cards. Like he's just buying like he's probably buying like some piece of power or something. And he's just like, oh. And I looked <laughs> at my opponent and I was like, uh, yeah, I don't actually carry that money around. I just sold a bunch of cards and he knew that I sold a bunch of cards. And my opponent was like, oh, 
Uh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's just a very strange interaction that you caused with me and my opponent because you needed to buy an ancestral reek. I think the first thing I said to you actually was, hey, I need you to get money out. And you're like, well, I just sold a bunch of card. I was, cards. And I was like, all right, well, give me money. Yeah, that's, yeah, I think and that you might there. be right with <laughs> What a ridiculous. Yeah. And I remember the opponent looking at me after taking three $100 bills and walking away. <laughs> Yeah, like, every, like he was just in shock. Honestly, the person traumatized the most out of that wasn't you. It wasn't me. It was my poor opponent playing Mono Green Tron. <laughs> that poor guy. If you're listening to this guy, I am sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it really was. He's like, this dude just gave his other dude, this other dude, $300 cash. He was traumatized. Do you know how many times that dude has probably told that story? I was playing this <laughs> probably, a lot of times. Probably at least like three or four times. This Not much more than that. And <laughs> just gave $300 cash to some dude who just walked up to him and asked for it. So, I mean, at this point, we've went through all five of the mocks in one for each color. To be fair, I did also buy a library at this uh, at GP. Yeah. You're right. You did buy, I believe you bought, you bought a library and a vault at that point, right? I bought the vault off, uh, offline. I bought the, I did buy the library and the recall at the same time though. But the library was like a disgusting pool. Uh, library was only 800 bucks. That's, that's insane. This is I mean, before Skyrocketed. Library, for those of you who don't know, library is Alexandria. Uh, it's a land that you can tap. And if you have seven cards in your hand, you can draw a card incredibly powerful yeah you just tap it and draw another card yeah it seems seems like a powerful ability yeah but like i said we've gone through the five mocks and we've gone through time walk we've gone through ancestral recall after that what was the next piece of power that you got? let's go ahead and uh before we even mention this one you for those of you who follow us on twitter at what is our twitter it's fetch shock or fetch shock underscore fetch. shock yeah. For those of you who follow us there, you're ahead of the game and you all already know. I'm one of those people, so I already know. <laughs> hey, all six of you. Also, I am one, so all five of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you five people are the real MVPs. Yeah, fuck yeah. I'm gonna actually going to rip a shot for this one out. because it it uh it's close to my heart and my wallet, as you as you said. Eloquently said before in the previous episode. So, I'm going to... Let's go ahead and clink. Yeah, okay. I'll cheers to that. Are you shooting or are you, uh, you chugging? Oh, I'm doing shots. Okay, I'm going to shoot this one with you. We're doing whiskey, so, baby. Oh, this is... Okay, so this is what's going to happen. Let's clank this motherfucker. All right. One, two, three. Oh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. We got to... <laughs> for those of you who listening and also decided to drink along, also cheers to you guys. Yeah, cheers Cheers to everybody, even, <laughs> even though I just took my shot. Well, you got to do another one. I'm going to cheers to all the folks listening, so... I will finish my alcoholic beverage. Lahayam. Yeah. Cool. All right, let's talk about the man, the myth, the legend, the Black Lotus. I fucking bought her, buddy. Yeah, you pulled the trigger, man. I did. How's it feel? To be be fair, it was an infuriating process because PayPal are a bunch of goddamn idiots. And you talk to me daily about this process. Like, you guys listening don't know how much me and Matt talk on the phone about magic. Like, we talk about... We talk about stuff during this podcast that isn't even a fucking 16th of what we talk about magic on the phone on a regular basis. Legitimately, I think we talk at least an hour and a half, two hours, five days of the week. I would say that's probably that fair. Estimation. Yeah. 
Yeah, or my wife and your girlfriend get annoyed with us. Yeah, they're not not super pleased. They both the the opposite person loves us phenomenally, but it's just like I'm talking to you <laughs> and my wife glares at me or I'm talking to you for 4 hours you're like, "Hey, I'm out to eat with my girlfriend." I'm like, "You yeah, mother that thing happened." That you're... Yeah, I was like, "You could tell me that you're out to eat and I won't bug the shit out of you." Talking about magic, man. That's important shit. But I I did fuck PayPal support their goddamn idiots. Let's start there. <laughs> I, yeah. I've never had an issue with PayPal, but Matt certainly has, so I'm gonna let him speak on well, that. Well, here's the worst the worst part. I never had a issue with PayPal till I tried buying a black lotus off someone. I've only ever bought two things off of, with PayPal. Well, I bought many things with PayPal, only two categories. I bought about a hundred and ninety something with concerning magic cards. And the other thing was the Livestrong bracelets, because my dogs wrestling with them broke my Livestrong bracelets, so I bought <laughs> five of them or something like that i love all that like i will buy pieces of cardboard and pieces of plastic that my dogs break those are the only things that i will purchase (laughs) i'm not even joking those are the two things that i bought with paypal that's great magic cards and the live strong rubber bracelets because i constantly wear it i wore it i've never taken it off actually until they break and then i just replace it i mean i fucking christ i've got it the live strong thing tattooed on me but i would say i remember you've had that shit like on your body for as long as i can remember yeah i don't take it off but yes i bought the fucking the apex predator of magic i bought the lotus and it was it still feels fucking weird to me man it really does we've we've had conversations the past like what you've had for about a week and a half now two weeks uh about a week and a half yeah yeah i would say about a week and a half and you've texted me like probably every other day and been like yo i have a lotus it's yeah it feels weird and every time i'm just like yeah that's what your life is now you're just gonna have to get used to that yeah i love it don't get me wrong i fucking love it i absolutely love it no i mean like do you feel like oh this journey that you've spent so long like searching for like achieving do you feel like it's kind of at an end fuck no I spent probably close to $600 this week on magic related stuff that I bought on eBay. But as far as like the power search, like, do you like buying a black Lotus? Like that is in everybody's mind. That is the card. Like even people that don't play magic. If you said like, Oh, black Lotus, they'd be like, Oh, isn't that magic card that like is worth like crazy amounts of money. It is the iconic card of our card of our game. Right? Yes, it is. It is. But you own well, the you most own powerful one. card or, Arguably, it's the best card in the game. And I, I don't care one. about it's best card. Awesome. Because people who don't play the game don't give a fuck about like what's the best card, what's the worst card. I'm more I'm more considering as iconic. It is the most iconic card in our game. Like oh, there's nobody that's fuck. like there's nobody who doesn't play Magic that if you say, oh, what do you think about the card Lightning Bolt? They're gonna be like, oh, oh yeah, you know, you know, one red, three damage or something. Like, like that's great. Everybody's gonna be like, what the fuck does that even mean? But when you mention Black Lotus, they're going to be like, oh, is that the magic card? Like that kind of iconography that goes along with with a single piece of our culture is so huge. And now you own that. Like, how does that feel? It, honestly, I'm not going to lie. It feels weird. Yeah. It feels genuinely weird. My wife was like, can I look at the back of it? And I was like, no, you can't touch it. Like, honestly, I love you <laughs> to death and I would die for you. But you can't touch it. Like, and this that's is, someone that you've this is sworn my thing. your love and dedication to for yeah. the rest of eternity. And, and you're like, like also, the rest of eternity does not include this piece of cardboard. 
I genuinely was like, don't take it personally, but no, you can. <laughs> and she's like, well, yeah, that's fine. She understood. Yeah, because she's, she's a sweetheart and she understands your addiction. Yeah, she gets it. Not even joking. Like, it felt like a weight was lifted, like, off my chest whenever yeah, I got it. I was the like, thing oh, that you have been God. waiting for so long is there. Yeah, it was cool. I yeah, can't yeah. explain, like, people who are like, oh, it's a card game, be like, well, you don't fucking understand. I mean, and but they're, but they're also this at this point, and this is the thing that I can get as far as power goes, because I also really enjoy art. Like, I have an original piece of art, and it's probably one of the only pieces of art that I will original pieces of art from the game that I will own. But I understand that that stuff is an investment. Like that will appreciate in time. You will get more money than you put into it. You also basically own power through me because I was not, unfortunately, I was unfortunately unfortunate. If I can say unfortunate one more time, (laughs) I was unfortunately unable to go to eternal weekend this past year. Yes. And I offered my power to you, and you just didn't want to play Vintage. Yeah, but I'm talking about like if just a just a strictly like financial aspect of it. Well, the only thing I didn't have at that time, well, I still don't. Well, here's the worst part: I still I don't have a complete Power Nine. Yeah, you don't have Lotus and Twister. Well, you have Lotus, but at that time but, you didn't have Lotus and Twister. Yeah, I have Lotus now, which I spent fifty six hundred dollars on. That is yeah. five thousand six hundred dollars. Yeah, and I know a lot of you are thinking, oh, fuck, that's a lot of money. And then also some of you are thinking, oh, that's like a pretty decent price. That was, That's probably about average for what you're at this point in your life. That's the lowest you're ever going to pay again for a Lotus, unless it's um, collector's edition. Oh, yeah. Yeah, CE is definitely significantly cheap. I told myself from the get-go, whenever you get a good job, that's your treat to yourself is a yeah, Lotus. Yeah, price into power. And I just got a new job four or five weeks ago. Four yeah. weeks ago. About I'm not yeah, tell, two months ago. I'm not going to de- divulge what, because I don't want my and company hearing drug me talk dealer. like an idiot. Yeah, drug <laughs> my, I don't want to hear my drug dealer talk about what I do on the side, but that's why I got this right now. Yeah. And this and was been, something that we had talked about, like, as you were transitioning to your new position that, like, oh, what are you going to do now with all this cheddar? Power. Like goddamn you're going to finish your collection. I'm buying stupid, expensive cardboard. pieces of cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> so, if any of you did not, if you vintage followers or just power followers or magic human beings, connoisseurs out there were like, hey, you dumb fuck, you forgot a piece. Yes. Yeah, yes, I did. There. So, I mean, you've gotten, you've gotten the, the, eight the top tier. You've gotten the coup de gras. You've gotten the main event. Now there's not there's one other one. If if for the astute out there, yeah, we listed eight pieces. What's the last one? It's funny. I used to own this piece. I used to own this <laughs> in a recall, and I traded these two pieces away. This one is a time twister, which if you've listened to the last episode, you will know what it does. But yeah, if you want to go ahead, if you want to read it, Lieb, you can. So time twister, similar to Echo the Aeons. I don't know if you guys have heard about that one, <laughs> but so time Weirdly twister similar. is. Yeah, Time Twister is two colorless and a blue, and each player shuffles their hand and graveyard into their library and then draws seven cards. As a sorcery. And it is, sort yes, as a sorcery speed spell. So this is the last last piece of power that Matt this is does not currently nine, own. But I did own at one point. Yeah, why don't you go, in on, why don't you go into detail on that little gem right there? So I traded 
Kev way back when, you know, homeless Fabio. I traded him four underground seas, or no, I traded him one time twister, and he gave me four unlimited underground seas, two of which have signed by Rob Alexander. Yep. Eight blue fetches, four force of wills from alliances, two tropical islands, four brainstorm, four ponder, two, I believe, tide spiral, tide, tide spiral, oh, tide spiral. Tyrant? No, tide. Oh, tide spiral tyrant. That's the fucking word. I couldn't say that to save my life. And eight blue fetches, Yogmoth's will, demonic tutor, and a vampiric tutor. So essentially an entire vintage deck without the power. Literally an entire oath deck. He traded me four oath of druids too, non-foil. But he traded me an entire deck for this. And I believe at the time, uh, time twister was worth... 400 and some 400 and change it was not yeah it was not very much and underground seas were sub 50 yeah they were like 40 bucks a piece i bet yeah, something like that so, so you, at, at this point you I had out made an incredible deal yeah because i got and kevin and i have traded a thousand times and most of the times i end up looking like a goddamn idiot but this time i made out yeah like yes, I, yes 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 you you made a good deal I got four underground seas, eight blue fetches from Onslaught. I believe it was four strands, two deltas. Sure. Yeah. No, eight deltas. Yeah. I wasn't there for that, so or, I'm yeah, eight deltas. Goddamn stupid person. It was four strands, four deltas. Yeah, that's. I mean, that was a good deal. Yeah, especially at the time. So here's. Now, I, I mean, here's I the wish thing. I had time twister. Yes. Yes. I'm, here's the thing. You were eventually going to need time twister to complete the collection, though. But at that time. I wasn't trying to complete the collection. No, not at that time, but but now. Like, you sold all that stuff and you made a good deal, but now you got to complete it. Yep. I'm currently, currently, folks, if you're following along, I am eBay perusing, which I tend to do, and I am watching two beta, beta time twisters. So, I mean, and I will try my hardest. I will not let... I let the Black Lotus slip from underneath my grasp of being there when it was purchased. You also don't want to drive four and a half hours like a nerd. Yeah, I will not let Time Twister slip from my grasp from being purchased by Matt. Whenever this Time Twister is purchased, I will be there, and you will got you guys will have the final completion of with a shock fetch and shock power hour. We, hold on, we got to do the game. We didn't do a thing for the Time Twister, did we? No, we can't do a time thing for the Time Twister because you haven't owned it. I'm still gonna drink for it. I know I refuse. Uh, I, I kind of I don't want to. Twister. Yeah, I kind of have to refuse it, huh? Yeah, no, I refuse a drink for the time twister until you purchase it. Whenever you purchase that time twister, we will film it, and it will be available to everybody listening to this. You'll be able to see the final shot, the final full period stop on the Fetch and Shock Power Hour drinking game. I will take when a shot at where I'm at, just so you guys know. Oh, it's going to happen. I don't care if my first child is being born. I'm ripping that shot if I successfully oh. buy that. Yeah, I will pour it down your throat. I do not care. Yeah. So, yeah, this was, this was, this was a little walk down memory lane, right? All right, so here's the next thing. Who wants to help me pay for this? <laughs> are we going to have a GoFundMe? Oh, my God, what a transition. I could not help myself. I didn't so think of it until gonna... right goddamn now. All right. So I, th I think 
we've talked enough about your journey through power. Motherfucker, we will finish this conversation when I buy my time, Twister. <laughs> All right, that, that's fine with me. But for now, let's move into some things that have been going on in the Magic community this week. Fine. I mean, and honestly, we'll do that. To, the most exciting thing that's happened recently is the announcement of this Netflix show. Yes. Yeah, this Netflix collaboration between Wizards of the Coast, Magic the Gathering, and Netflix. They will be doing an animated show based on Magic the Gathering, and it will be a Netflix exclusive. Matt, what do you what do you think about this? Well, when I first heard about this, our buddy Getz was like, Oh my god, it's gonna be an anime show, and I'm so excited. I was like, Well, that sucks. That's terrible. Because anime is the worst thing ever. And I really believe that. If you oh, like that's anime, not true. If you like anime, good for you. I'm happy for you. But I genuinely hate anime. Oh, there but, are some phenomenal animes out there, though, man. Like, you, like I don't know but, if you... Like, but, there are some really fucking good animes, especially on Netflix. Like, even so, for people who aren't, like, entrenched in anime, there are some really good entry-level animes on Netflix that are very, very good and very entertaining for somebody who doesn't know anything about that genre here's my thing not my style like if you show me a good anime cool i'm fine with that but and i what, think what i actually heard it's going to be like is basically like the war of the spark trailer which is more of an animated and not anime which is it is a big difference but i'm fucking pumped for it i think that's so cool that they're actually creating like a show style of magic the gathering yeah i mean this is the this is the thing that fans have been asking for and yes. wizards since the release of arena at least it seems that wizards have been transitioning towards they've been working towards it is the yeah they've thing. been they've been transitioning towards less of a focused on competitive magic and the mpl has obviously been a big point of contention we'll have an entire conversation on that at some point but they've been transitioning away from showcasing competitive magic and going towards just showing magic to more people to get more people involved in the game, which I think is great. I think that's the best thing that they could possibly do. Yeah, this cool. show is going to be a huge step forward for that. And people have been asking for a magic show or a magic movie or a magic anything since the very first whispers of it like forever ago. Well, they did do the uh, Enter the Battlefield Netflix documentary, which was actually pretty cool. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. did they I, don't, Netflix, I don't think it was on Netflix. That it was, was on YouTube, cool. wasn't it? No, that was on Netflix. That was, was on Netflix. Yeah. Hey, regardless, they did that. Yeah, they did do that Enter bigger, the Battlefield thing where thing. they showcased like members of the Magic community, whether they're pro players or people in the community that are just hyper involved, stuff like that, where they just showcase their lives and kind of their journey into stuff. And Vice did that documentary about Magic the Gathering, and that was fucking awesome. But that was also not really forefronted by Wizards of the Coast. Yeah, like I agree. That, I agree. Yeah, that was percent. that was something else. Like some other thing, seeing that Magic the Gathering is really cool and really big and potentially something that they could showcase, bringing it to the forefront and letting thing letting people know that that's a thing. No, I, re I really think that you're you hit the nail right on the head because and what was it, 1997 or 96 or something? Magic was on ESPN. Yeah, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a fact. Yeah, like they professional had magic. level magic events yeah. were showcased on a net national network. 
I remember Bob uh, Maher playing Blue White something on ESPN. And, oh, I guess I shouldn't say I remember. I should say I remember seeing. You remember seeing clips of that. YouTube, YouTube rabbit hole seeing him play yeah, on ESPN. Yeah, yeah. I, and he yeah. fucking bridge cards and he had four tundras in his deck. And I wish I could go back in time and, and that smack was before, him. In the- that was when, like, the camera technology at that point, like, you couldn't have sleeves so they had to take their cards out of sleeves to play on the feature match area like that no, was no, a dark age no, of no, shit. no 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 they did not have sleeves no but there was a point in time where if they were on camera they had to take their cards out of sleeves to be able to shuffle oh, like, I didn't know that. that was something i did not know that i knew that for a long time they didn't use sleeves i mean that's why some fucking elf and beta unlimited cards are they have scratches on the back from destroyed yeah sidewalk yeah because people didn't know that this card game would be at the place that it is but those like we went from that time where people were just like, oh, this is just a just a random card game that like is whatever. Nobody cares about it to now. The idea of Magic the Gathering and the story that's built behind it is being brought to the main stage on something like Netflix. And no, I think that's super cool. I really do. Yeah. And the people who are a part of it, like More Anthony and Joe Russo, them. those are the dudes yeah. who are behind the Avengers. Yeah. Like end game like that is and I me personally, I can't speak for Matt, but me personally, I do not give a fuck about Super Beast. That just did not do it for me. I don't care. Oh, I don't know why we're fucking friends. I really don't. <laughs> I don't understand why we're friends. Superhero movies are the best movies. No, they just don't do it for me. Oh, God. But Damn the it, fact Tyler. that I have because I want to be a part of conversations. With I don't want to get I into this argument. Love. I'm not getting into it. Just you're wrong and it's cool. I understand it. No, I don't care but, about superhero movies and you can uh, like superhero movies, but I can, go, I can say, but, see the movies. Fucking say your sentence, dickhead. Netflix fucking coming out with an actual animated Magic the Gathering show. That is so fucking cool. Yeah, that's great for the game. That's and, so awesome. And the to fact be, that they have I such love the comics. Now, granted, I don't get to watch or read all of their uh, storyline slash comics, but they are awesome. Whenever I do get to read them and stuff, they are so cool, and I'm so involved in it. And I cannot imagine a show like that because there's really nothing like it. To be honest, there's yeah. not and fantasy. I, I fancy myself a bit of a Vorthos. Awesome. I really, really enjoy Magic Storyline, and I and Matt can attest to this. I always fucking text him or talk to him about things going on as far as like Magic lore goes because oh, yeah. I love reading the stuff yeah. that, that comes out on the Wizards website, and I love consuming Magic lore based content, whether it be like the Vorthos cast or like oh, uh, the Goblin Lore podcast is another one. That's something that I would like to shout out at some point because they are fucking awesome. And they talk about they talk about things that are really, really great for magic as far as lore goes. And I feel like that doesn't get enough of a of a a spotlight. This show has potential to do it. And the fact that there are people like the Russo brothers who did Endgames and the other people that they have involved with it. Like, do you like the the people that they have? brought on to do the animation for it. I don't know what kind of animation it's going to be, but I know one of the... Well, from what I've read and heard, it's going to be like the War of the Spark trailer, which is fucking awesome. When you see Liliana burning up and Nicol Bolas is fucking roaring at her, that's awesome. If they did something like that, that would be great. Well, that's what I've 
that's what I've the heard. The studios that they have doing it are the Burrell, Burrell Entertainment, I believe is the name of it. But those people, like their catalog of things that they've done is nuts. Like they have had a hand in like the animation for shows like Rick and Morty. They have had anime hand in animation yeah. for shows like Teen Titans. Yeah. They have done animation for like movies like Puss in Boots and Space track. Jam. And they've done shows like Bob's Burgers. Like they have a catalog of things that are incredibly successful. They got that, some shit is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, they could do, they have proven that they can do good work time and time and time again. The fact that they have great directors, great writers, great animators to be able to showcase our game is so promising. No, I agree with you 100%. I think it's super cool. I think it's going to be something because I honestly, like I said, I don't get to read the comic or not the comics. I'll call it comics, but I don't get to read the lore all the time. But when I do, I'm fucking obsessed. It's super cool. Yeah, it's great. They, they do great story. And when I have, I have been... a question, I'm not going to lie. I The first thing I do is say, what the fuck is going on with this? And you say, oh, man, I've been following it since this. And you tell me about it. And it's super cool. Yeah. And, and I, I really and think me... that it's only good for magic because you're going to get to you're going to get a like a an episode or I guess I guess it would be an episode, right? Of I believe it's going to be an episode. Yeah. You're going to get an episode. You're going to be like, oh, did you see this episode? And you're just going to get a lot more people viewing it. Because honestly, I don't have time all the time to read it. But yeah. when I do have time, I have enough you enjoy time. enjoy it. I can, well, not only you, enjoy it, but I can. You can dig binge. in, though. Like, you have yeah. the time to dig in. I can binge. Yeah. That's, yeah. I don't have time every week, but I can binge. Yeah. It's going to be fucking awesome if they do it well. I hope that people aren't too too entrenched. To think that if they do it like a very broad stroke thing that they're going to think it's bad because I think that the goal is not to really, really go for the entrenched players like the, it's just going to be a very broad stroke thing. They want to cover as much story as they can. I hope they kind of start anew and do a different story thing. I don't know if it's going to be canon for the magic lore itself. My guess, if I have to take an educated guess, it's just going to play along directly with the comics. Because that's gonna that Maybe. honestly is that will be the simplest thing. They'll just start fresh with the new new comics or whatever. Yeah, with like the that's Chandra thing. I could be wrong. I don't know though. I don't know. We'll find out. That that's yeah. something that I'm. Definitely I'm excited about it. It's something cool. It's something new. I'm excited to follow along with it. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. You know what else I'm looking forward to? Death. No. This. Well, everything. yeah, obviously my fucking sweet sweet demise. Becoming a man, hitting yep. puberty. I don't know. Yeah, hitting puberty would be also nice, too. I would like to grow up here. (laughs) No, I'm looking forward to this weekend. Well, it's this weekend, Matt. It's the Modern Horizons pre-release. Yes. It's really weird to me. It is. They're not doing anything Friday. Yeah, my shop's not doing anything Friday. And I don't understand it. I've looked at a couple different shops. No one's doing anything Friday. But here's a... I kind of like it, honestly. Yeah, because we're like grown adults and we can't go out like Friday evening. Man, man. I don't want to go out at... I don't want to leave my house at 11 to get there 1120 and wait for 40 minutes. I kind of like that. It's all Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. I really, I really love midnight pre-releases, but Saturday morning after a midnight pre-release, I really hate myself. Miserable. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that I could easily just change that by doing a Saturday pre-release, but there's something so romantic about the Friday midnight pre-release that I can't miss. I can't, I really do genuinely like only Saturday. I really do. 
Well, is is yours sealed or draft? Uh, okay, so Saturday is sealed all day. There's a couple events. I think there's like Saturday noon, five and eight or something like that. It's either two or three events and it's all sealed. Sunday, however, is all draft. Huh. Which I fucking love. That's such Weird. a cool thing. I love yeah, it. Yeah, mine, see, mine is, that. so I'm going to Mr. Nice Guys in Monroeville, PA, um, right outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And we are doing, we're doing draft for all of the pre-release. So they're going to oh. be firing a draft at noon on Saturday. I believe they're firing another draft at four on Saturday, and they're going to be doing a draft on Sunday. I don't recall the time, but we're not having a sealed event at all, which is super strange considering it's like a quote unquote pre-release weekend. Yeah, that's really weird. I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, for this set specifically, the draft format seems pretty intense. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things going on. Like there's what, like 40 some mechanics in the set. Like this draft format seems like it could be really cool. Here's my thing with draft. There's probably about what I'd say 10 draft archetypes. Yeah. Wizards like has let out that there are like quote unquote 10 draft archetypes in the set. Some of them don't seem realistic. Yeah, I can agree with that. You want to run through them real quick or no? You just want I mean, to say, hey, fuck you, nerds. Figure it out. I mean, the archetypes are super weird. All right, especially on pre-release. I don't know what the fuck I'm looking for in pre-release. What's your big, What's your top three? My we'll top start. three, as far as like play potential, it seems like there is a... And this is just me just like barely... Like just looking at the, all of the spoilers and thinking, this would be good, this would be good, this would be good, this would be shit, this would be shit, yeah. this would be shit. Okay. Next week, we'll do like a kind of recap of it. If you want yeah, to say, I would two. love to do a recap we'll do of our, our pre release. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That I like great. that. Let's do yeah. that. But, but our my initial reaction is this limited format, I think, is going to be really fun. I'm looking forward to the blue white, like blank deck because that's just something I really enjoy doing in Magic. Like that weird, like ETB, like value strategy. That seems super cool. And I think think the like sliver changeling interaction is going to be really really fucking cool what I are you looking for to? those things i'm i'm honestly I, i'm a, i agree with the sliver thing the slivers sound super fun the changelings they're everything but there's yeah. one tribe you didn't mention that i want to fucking just run train on is it gobos Ninja. Oh, you like the ninja boys. I want to yeah, fuck up some nerds with ninjas, man. Some of those ninjas are awesome, man. It's and they're all common and uncommon, the good ones that I've seen at least. Yeah. Some of those are really, really insane. I think that there's gonna be lands. Like lands are obviously pushed in this format. Oh yeah. I mean and but, but the but the onslaught one color not... cycling land that they cycle for the color that they produce, those are at uncommon. Yeah, I they're, think not are, and, they're not going to be good. If you're having the opportunity to draft this, yeah, for a pre-release, weekend, no, not those good. are no. I think those are incredibly high pick. No, you're fucking crazy. No, if you draft those, those are awesome. Do you remember? Do you remember the last set that had cycle ends? What is it? Amonkhet. Amonkhet. Yeah, you're not going to get those. You're going to get those late. No, 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 no. No, you're not. Those Aren't, cards are fucking awesome. Those cards are going to be a early pick if you want them. If you're forcing something, yeah, but if you're just drafting no, because no, just in general color. think no. about it if you're the, in that the color, more yeah. cards that you draft that you can play instead of just like having basics in your deck the better off your deck is 
they're not going to be high picks. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, 100%. If if you have like a a like maybe 23rd level pick in your in your hand in the pack that you're holding or one of those lands, you're taking one of those. Uh, uh yeah, 100%. You're no, wrong. Was... You don't even draft. You don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. You're right. <laughs> but yeah, th- I mean, this pre-release should be fucking sweet. I'm really looking forward to trying to get my hands into some some blue white blinky stuff. Some sliver shit. Matt's really feeling the fucking ninjas. I little ninja f- stuff. He's gonna bro. be kicking his foot out, being like all Bruce Lee and this shit. Uh, I mean the red green like Bruce Lee. Red, you talk shit on Bruce Lee again, and I will fucking own you. My thing you. is with this format, and it's kind of like every other Masters format. The rares are nine times out of ten unplayable. Yes, I agree. That fucking bums me out, man, because I love playing limited formats. I love drafting more than anything else in Magic. Like, whether it's Cube or a Master set or just a regular set, I love playing limited. Yeah, a lot of the rares are printed for constructed formats. And that makes the draft format a bit off. You'll get, you'll get one or two that are, yeah, sure, let's fuck around with it and limited. But for the most part, yeah, they're not limited limited uh, cards. Yeah. Luckily, the uncommons in the set are very playable. <laughs> Ridiculous, yeah. So, I mean, all of you out there, if you plan on playing a any kind of pre-release, whether it be sealed or draft, shoot us your pool or shoot us your deck after you're drafting. Let us know, because we want to see it. And yeah. we'll be posting Take a picture on our respective Twitters. It, yeah. Oh, a thousand yeah. percent takes them. Like, Matt's going to be deck. posting his deck on his Twitter. I'll be posting my deck on Twitter. Uh, let us know what you think about our decks. Like, just interact. Like, that'd be super fucking cool. We'd love to hear it. Well, here's... Tell us what you think is good, what you think is not good. That's the yeah. one Fuck of the big yeah. things. This is a learning experience. We're we're bad at magic, so we, we need all the help we can get. And if we can help you guys in any way, shape, or form, we're stoked for that. Well, we're also going to do a giveaway next week, right? Yeah, that's our plan. So, yeah. um... Just- Whatever, Some of the shit we draft or sealed packs, we're going to give that shit away. Yeah, if we open some sweet shit, or regardless of whether we open something or not. Something's given away tomorrow. Or, yeah, we tomorrow. are going to be, Actually. next week, we are going to be giving away some sweet shit from Honor Horizon. So if you're and, one of the two and a half people who follow us, you're going to yeah. get some shit. Keep your, so That's keep your fact. eyes peeled on the Twitter Keep your eyes peeled just in general. You will see what what the prize will be and what the requirements are to enter the giveaway. Look out for it. It will be happening. Have a pulse is probably going to be the big one. If you can find a pulse on your wrist or on your neck right now, then you are qualified to give to win whatever we're giving away. And it might be something cool. might be something shitty. You got to find out. Yeah. Hopefully it's something cool. But you know what is it really cool? It may be a car or it could be as low as a fourth edition basic planes we're we actually know. just giving away hand jobs. man my hand jobs are up there though if That's we're gonna do that like goddamn, i'd rather get one of my hand jobs than a car if we're being honest <laughs> <laughs> yeah let's... yeah i would rather get one of your hand jobs on a magic card too yeah <laughs> you just hold it give me a piece of shit all right so... so for those of you pieces of garbage people who have Stay tuned the whole time. This is probably going to be your favorite part where drunk... you know what's coming up, baby. Yeah. You know what's coming. It might be drunk idiots trying to figure shit out. It might be goddamn geniuses 
knowing shit, it's you want to go ahead, Lee. You if you you go if, if you've ever rolled a dice, you might know what's going on. Yeah. So the next and final segment of the cast tonight is a portion that we've affectionately titled "Accumulated Knowledge." So what we do with this is I am going to Scryfall, which is a card generator, or which is a card searching website for Magic the Gathering, and I hit the random card button on the main screen. Whatever card comes up, I read the title of the card to Matt, and Matt has to give me what he thinks the converted mana cost of the card is. Now, if you guys have listened prior, you've known that I have given and Matt has given some hints. Um, If you've listened to the first episode, you know that Matt is incredibly good at this. I have decided that you're the only one because I don't remember it. Yeah, you definitely don't. But I have I have decided that Matt is too good for this game and I will be not giving him hints. (laughs) No hints. No hints. That's a curveball. You got to go raw, baby. And this is the first time I'm telling Matt this. So this is this this is new to me. So, I mean, Matt, if you're ready, let's do this. Okay, so, so I'm not going to give you Urza's. Oh, come on. I know what that does. And I'm not going to give you Swamp. I know what that does, too. God damn it. <laughs> and I'm, God damn it. <laughs> I love how the first three I got were lands, and all of them were lands that you would 100% know. I didn't know. Yeah, likely story. So I did find one right now. The next one after Swamp. This is the first card for accumulated knowledge. For Also, you have to get three out of five. And if you win, you get the shout out for the night. If you don't, I guess I'm going to take that from you. So the first card is Aladdin's Ring. Oh, you're fucking dumb. I know this one for sure. It All is. Right, tell me. Eight colorless mana artifact. Eight deals four damage to target. Target. Any target. Any target. Are you that's sure an Arabian target. That's Arabian Nights. Yeah, it's any target. I'm sure. That's- I'm not sure. I'm HIV positive. <laughs> well, it's not any target, but you are correct on the converted mana cost. No, it's, it's any target. No, it is. Oh, it is any target. I it's any target, yeah. God it's Arabian Nights, bro. Fuck, I was wrong, and I was even reading the goddamn card. Yeah, that's Arabian Nights. I know that shit for days. I can't believe You me. thought you were going to get me on that one? I mean, yes, that's I did. That's Arabian Nights, and that's 8th edition, bro. Or, yeah, that's 8th edition. Yeah, it's 8th edition, 7th edition, fucking 5th edition, yeah, all of the fucking editions. God damn it. Yeah, you weren't getting me on that. All right, so you're one for one. Next yeah, no one. No doubt. No doubt on that. Well, the next one is Underground Sea, so I'm not going to give you that. Oh, I'm not giving you the, that. No. Yeah, not Underground Sea, not even a little. Okay, so the next card is Damping Me. Maraudin, something. It's Mirrodin or Scars of Mirrodin. I mean, I don't care about what set it's from. Pretty sure it's one of the hate artifacts. Oh, it's either Stony Silence for you or Stony Silence for everybody. I mean, it's it's a card. I can guarantee you it's a card. I'm guessing Stony Silence for everybody and three mana. Three colors. It's an artifact. I know it's an artifact. Is that your final answer? Yes. Did you know that the priest tried cursing it, but the mage tried dispelling it? And in the end, they all obeyed. I'm guessing that's a yes. Fucking Christ. God damn it. You nailed it. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, it is three mana and activated abilities of artifacts and creatures oh. can't be activated unless they're man ability so it's not i thought it was just it's artifacts. a little bit better than sony sound i thought it was only going to be artifacts so i missed that why part. would they do I that that's sony cmc right it is three yeah it's three colorless for this so you're two for two you motherfucker you're you gonna not it. be allowed to do this game anymore yeah, you you really suck at clicking apparently fuck off 
Here's one. Are you ready? Bitch, I was born ready. It is Fiery Fall. It's a one in a red, I'm pretty sure. What is the card? Fiery Fall? Yes. I'm pretty sure that it actually, uh, basic land cycles from okay. uh, Conflux. Okay. Uh, basic land cycles for one in a red deals five damage to creatures. To a creature, I should specify. Well, what is the converted mana cost? That's what I'm looking for. One, uh, not one red. Um, something ridiculous. Did you know that Jun feasts on the unprepared? I'm pretty sure I'm a thousand percent correct on what it does. It land cycles for one in a red, deals five damage to a creature. It's either four red or five red. I'm pretty sure it's five red. Is that your final answer? Fuck yeah. It's Conflux. You fucking right. asshole. I got, I got that. God yeah, buddy. damn it. Jesus. Yeah, buddy. It's that Holy it's shit. In, it's also it in, is uh, five and a red. It is an instant speed spell, and it deals five damage to target creature with basic land cycle one red. There's no way. No way. Bro, I've done my share fair of Conflux and Modern Masters. Pretty sure it's in both Modern Masters, but it's only good in the... Uh, the second Modern Masters. Second? In, it is in Modern Masters 2015. Pretty sure it's in both. I, it is in both. Yeah. Eat a bag of dicks. You don't it think wasn't my favorite set, Conspiracy Take the Crown. I didn't know that. You motherfucker. Jesus Christ. I knew it was in uh, Conflux and the Modern Ma- two Modern Masters. Okay, here we go. This is one that you're not... I'm making you get four out of five. That's fine. You're too good at this. I'm very good at this. Here's one that I you're not going to get, and it's because this is on hard mode. So... Obnixilis of the Black Oath is the card. uh, It's Commander. Oh, shit. It's Commander. I'm pretty sure it's just out of Obnixilis. I'm pretty sure it's three black black. I don't know what it does, but I know it's from a Commander set. It's not a good card. I know it can be your Commander. Three black black for four? Four loyalty? Matt, I fucking... Is that right? It is three black black for three loyalty. Or for three loyalty. Oh god damn it! I was so close. Oh wait, I still win, right? Yeah, I guess I'll fucking give it to you. Yeah, that's it. Obnixilis gave it away. You fucked yourself, bro. I mean, yeah, I guess. Whatever. Fucking all Jesus. The, aren't fuck. all the Obnixiluses five? Isn't the new one two black black? No, it's three black no, black. Three black. They're all yeah, five. it's three black black. Yeah, that's yeah. Fucking, you Jesus fucked yourself, Christ. bro. So Obnixilis, the Black Oath, is a three black black planeswalker with it with a plus two. That each opponent loses one life and you gain life equal to the life lost, the total life lost. His minus two is you put a 5-5 black demon creature with flying onto the battlefield and you lose two life. And his minus eight is you get an emblem with one in a black, sacrifice a creature, you gain X life and draw X cards where X is the sacrifice creature's power. And he can also be your he can also be your commander. Yeah, the commander thing is what fucked you. And all the Obnixiluses cost three black black. I'm pretty God sure. Damn it, man. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you fucked yourself. You You're too good at this. I wasn't going to know I, that. From now on, I'm going to have to change the game, and we're going to have to make it. Dem- so we got. I got we one. We got to do at least one right? more. Do I get what if I? What do I get if I get five for five? I don't know. I will drive to fucking New York, and I will punch you in the fucking t- if you get five for five. Okay, bring it to me, bitch. All right, well, Mikukora was the next one, and I think we're not we're not doing land. Is that tap for colorless blue return it to your hand? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Just so you know, I got five for five. But no, continue. that's not true, because then the ahead. fifth one is Thought Cutter Agent. Ooh, and I don't get any hands, do I? No, I refuse to give you hands for that. Fuck off. Damn it. 
No, I'm going to demand you answer this one immediately. Uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Thought Cutter, I'm going to guess blue-black something. One blue-black? One blue-black, you Do I got to answer it right now? Is that Yeah, you have to answer right now. Is one, one blue-black blue your black. final answer? Yeah. One blue-black is incorrect. Fuck! <laughs> it is just a blue-black. You piece of shit. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I probably could have got that, just so you know. Well, I, that's why I didn't give you any details. So Thought Cutter Agent is an artifact creature. It's a human something, probably. It is a human rogue. You were right. So uh, it is a, and it has an ability, blue-black tap, target player loses one life, and it one life. his or her hand. Uh, it fuck. is a 1-1. One, one. It uh, is from Shards of Alara. We have drafted this set together. I don't think I've ever seen this card, actually. Really? No, I don't think I have. Interesting. Well, I mean. Uh, well, that's a shitty card. What is it? What's it called? It is called Thought Cutter Agent. That was number five, right? That was number five. Can I look this bitch up? I mean, yeah, I don't give a shit. Is there a hyphen? No. Thought Cutter is one word and Agent is in several. Bro, I was so fucking close. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Fuck off. You're too good at this. Thought Cutter, blue, I'm, black. I'm disgusted. Obviously. God damn it. What? It yeah, kind of upsets me that I didn't get the five for five. And be bummed that you didn't get the fucking fifth yeah. one, you asshole. You are a goddamn piece of shit. Fuck you. I fucking guess you won again, you son of a bitch. I didn't get all of them, but I was super close to the last one. Close. And uh, well, as is customary, I'm a little bit ups- I'm a little bit upset that I didn't get the last one, I just out of pride. Over. You'll get over. It. Probably. Well, as is customary for the winner of accumulated knowledge. You you get to do the shout out, Matt. Who do you got? Well, just in customary power fashion, I want to do Rich Shea on Twitter as at a tog lord. He is always putting stuff out on about vintage and even legacy, which I disagree with. But whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, he's real big in the vintage community. Um, not last year, but the year before, he was actually um, top two. Him and he was a finalist, right? Markton, yeah. They yeah. went head to head in the finals and it was the dude, yeah, shop the dude smear. vintage. Yeah. So if you're interested in vintage or eternal formats at all. Or just in somebody it. who is very knowledgeable about the game of Magic the Gathering. Yes, and he loves bitching about um Magic Online, which I find hilarious. Yeah, Rich Shea, his if you want to check out his stream too, you can find it through his Twitter. He is yeah. fucking awesome. Yep. And again, once again, that is at a tog lord on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Rich Shea. So he's the man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Give Go follow. give him a follow. Real great right, content creator. Yeah. You well, have anything else for me, nerd? I mean, after you, you just wipe the floor with accumulated knowledge, I don't think I have anything else but <laughs> just shame to walk home with. So you better start walking, bitch. <laughs> I mean, I'm sitting in my house, so it's not a far walk. Fuck. You got me there. I'll give you that one. <laughs> all right dude well all right nerds i guess we're done i think we nailed it that's that's the end of episode three baby tune in next time Uh, oh wait no do we want to do shout out for our twitter oh i guess we should probably (laughs) do that so instead of following rich shay if you want to give us a follow at fetch and shock mtg on twitter we are fetch underscore shock if you want to shout out if you want to follow me specifically tyler follow all of them Follow all of them. Yeah, follow everybody. Well, so specifically, if you want to follow the Fetch and Shock Magic the Gathering Twitter, you can follow it at, at Fetch underscore Shock. 
If you're looking for me, Tyler, specifically, you can find me at, at BasicLandBen. And if you're looking for Matt, you can ha- you can find him at, at ItsBop. Perfect. Nailed it. So <laughs> you got it. I finally crushed it. So thanks for listening to another agonizing episode of the Fetch and Chalk podcast. Join us next week where we ramble on about some other bullshit going on in this fucking child's card game. All right, Matt. I got nothing else, man. You killed it. No, we're good. You killed it. We'll see you next week, baby. Peace. All right, peace out, nerds. And we done. We out.